Pickaxe. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. We're just going to open this up. Howdy, everybody. Welcome to Extended Rest for the month of November. I'm Jason. I'm normally the Dungeon Master. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves, uh, starting with Susan. Did you see me sit up straight? That's yep. very serious. <laughs> it's, it's, it, yeah, we're, we're getting into it. Okay, okay, okay. My name is Susan, and I play Madeline uh, Rhea Wynn on Group A. I'm the human cleric on that group. Jasper. Uh, I'm Jasper. I played Merrick Ethelred, and it's the only character I've ever played for DNR. And I'm a human cleric too, just like. That's oh that's... Uh, group group C, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, that's a lie. Uh... Right. It wasn't a lie. It was a mistake. Well, okay. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a liar who's mistaken. Um, Ooh, that's true. No, no, no. Them fighting words. No, uh, uh, Kendara Theta, man. That's right. That's right. Kendara Theta going in the book. That's true. Uh, Jameson. Uh, hi, I'm Jameson. I wasn't in any episodes this month, but I'm here anyway because um, I'm the candy corn representative today. Gross. So. <laughs> it's Christmas candy corn. You can't get mad at me because I'm being festive. So. Do you know what? I could still be mad at you. Yeah, I get <laughs> mad at you that it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Someone <laughs> in our Discord, which, by the way, you can get access to by going to our Patreon at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R and uh, dedicating $5 a month. Uh, and you also get a host of bonus stuff. But someone in our Discord mentioned uh, uh, a candy that's worse than candy corn. Ooh, later. Yeah, all of them. Circus peanuts. I'm going to block out your per the screen. Yeah. No, so here's the thing, because people bring, every time you talk about this, not to take over the show, but this is I still got to introduce Robin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that right. and then come back to this. No, it's okay. No, 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 no. Oh. Go ahead. Okay. Circus peanuts. Circus peanuts. Every time you talk about candy corn, somebody brings up circus peanuts as, as if they're like even close. They're not. They're not. No, it's like be, it's like if you're in a conversation, be like, you know what, guys, Guy Fieri is not that bad. And somebody's like, yeah, well, I got you. Li- I bet you like Hitler too. Like it's not, <laughs> every single time, it's, they're not even in the same ballpark, and I get upset about it. Anyway, never seen him in the same room. <laughs> I'm just picturing Hitler. Hitler. Guy Fieri just got a shiver up his spine. Like, <laughs> I'm picturing Hitler with Guy Fieri's facial hair. That's what I'm... Just just with the flaming shirt. Just with the... 
Uh, uh, Robert. Hey, I'm Rob. I play Punished Ubo, the uh, uh, half-orc druid on Group A. Boy, we're going to get into it. Uh, And last and certainly not least, Ryan. Hey, everyone. I'm Ryan, and I play Varys Alder, the half-elf monk on Group C, which falls below Peanuts. Wait, wait. Varys is below Circus Peanuts? I'm below Peanuts. How? That's the way you introduced it. No. Okay, no. (laughs) That's part. Here's the thing. That's part of the new snappy ER, man. We're we're, we're going with the conversation takes us. No more of this. Well, we're not at that episode yet, so we can't talk about that. Fuck that. Like, we're just going to we're just going to talk about things (laughs) as they appear and take questions from the chat. Uh, Spiderhawk says there is nothing wrong with candy corn or circus peanuts, but fuck black licorice. Ooh, mm. I mean Ooh. all of the above. Oh yeah, fuck. no, I like okay, gun to my head, you can't make me eat any of those. But um, I I would put I put candy corn just above black licorice and circus peanuts, like just above. I think I could deal with the weirdness that is circus peanuts about both of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, I really would rather talk about politics right now than this. <laughs> this is too divisive, too wow. divisive, and I don't like conflict. There's okay. We've brought up politics on the show before, and nothing no. divides this cast like food. Nothing, condiments, yeah. pizza, pasta, all of it. Like nothing. We're I, gonna start I, talking about politics, and we're gonna end up circling back to food. <laughs> that's that's the way that it's gonna happen. Come on, guys. Are you into the filled stuff or straight up pasta? Come oh, on, the filled stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, 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 the moment <laughs> some genius put cheese in pasta, it was fucking, that was it. We've reached <laughs> our pinnacle as a society. Uh, uh, ricotta. If if we're if we're getting into it, we gotta do uh we can do, do, do like uh, stuffed shells, a manicotti maybe. Oh, uh, I like a three cheese stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, and we got to do some ravioli or some tortellini. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I started this, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna be no. talking. We're gonna be talking about episodes seven, eight, and nine. Of arc three. Now, people wanted more action, and boy, they're getting it. Uh, to, uh, so I know we're picking up. In arc three, we were picking up from where we left off in arc two, but I felt like we had much more stable ground to work on at the end of arc two. And then I, I, I feel like we, we turned up the knob to 11 as far as pressure for all the groups and just broke it off. Like, I'm... We're going to be talking a lot about Group A because there's two episodes for them, and we're going to be talking about Group C, but everyone appears to be kind of boned? A little boned. Like, lightly boned. (laughs) What are your thoughts? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Maybe Group C more than Group A. Like, that's that's what's happening. Yeah. Group A's fine. We're fine. We got this. <laughs> I don't know. I, f- I feel like I feel like it's not right for Jason to talk about how bone Group A is not being on the receiving end of the boning. <laughs> I, well, okay. I this is not my first rodeo. I have I have I've boned. Um, uh, I this can't. Re- <laughs> <laughs> Good night. 
<laughs> Good night. Not 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 one person has put five dollars down in Patreon saying I'm here for this content. Nobody. No one. Yeah, this person. is the free stuff. No, but it, in your Patreon survey, just say I'm here for the bone. I'm here for the bone. Exactly what you're talking about. Uh, take me to Bone Town, DNR. Uh, so oh, that's how you get on the other DNR Discord that's server. <laughs> Where did DNR get so thirsty all the time? Wow. Big, big DNR. <laughs> okay, this meme is exhausted. <laughs> We're getting it all out of the way. Yeah, now, let's move on. Join our After Dark no, Discord server. You got to pound no, the, on the steel the door. Fans oh. stuck yeah, and then like the little slide door opens, and then just tell them I'm here for the boning, and then we'll let you in. But <laughs> um, our After Dark. But what? Okay, so this week I don't know if you guys know I'm having a rough month. Um, I have killed both mm-hmm. of our Patreon uh, <clears throat> Patreon parties. These people pay to play with me, and I have killed all of them. All of them. That's just what you do. No, it's not what I do. They've let. Here, hold on, hold on. Hold Was on. that Bone Town? No, no. I mean, that's how many characters do I have in the Bone Town graveyard? <laughs> I mean, you have quite a few, but we're not DNR characters. Do they count? Mm, they're one. You. What? They were one night stands. They were. <laughs> Varys is alive and well and has been for well over a year. Because he hasn't been in a fight yet. That's fair, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <Okay>. Fair. <laughs> Coming up. I'm trying, okay? I'm really trying. Uh, but I, I, I'm I, – this hurts me way more than it hurts you is what I'm saying. And I'm, I'm a little worried because uh, we'll talk about Group C in just a bit, but the, the situation on Group C is, is dire – uh, and and obviously we're going to be talking to Rob extensively today about Ubo and Ubo's mindset, but uh, it's not great. Spoiler. But let's talk about Ubo being bitten, because oh, okay, okay, we're getting right into it. Yeah, let's get right into it, because that was our that's episode seven. That's our first episode of the month. We we kick November off with a with a real screamer. We <laughs> we just. <laughs> We just kind of hand people this. Th- uh, so Trent, lovely, sweet Trent. The mm-hmm. sweet baby angel that is Trent. Uh, yes. Um, approaches the group, a little worse for, for wear. Uh, and he's being chased by some vampires uh, from the Fang. And Group A springs into action and defends Trent's honor. And I appreciate that. <laughs> is that what we did? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I thought I, I I didn't see the battle going this way. What what are your what is everyone's thoughts on this? Cuz wait there there was all kinds of oh I should have done this or oh you know but I I feel like anytime something goes wrong in battle that's that's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it was not just I should have done this. It was I literally sat there and thought about doing this and I was like he can't have that many more hit points, right? And then I didn't do the thing that would have fixed the problem that ended the fight. Um, cause I, I'd sat there, I, I'd sat there and I was, I was like, should I put fairy fire on him or should I try to, I, should I try to be the one that finishes the job? And, uh, I, I opted to try to get the glory. And then the dice were like natural one, natural 20. And one of those was mine. And one of those was his and <laughs> it didn't go well. And 
I had a few spells because, I don't know if you know this, but Maddie's a cleric, so radiant damage would have done a lot. (laughs) But I had a few lined up, but I was like, oh, well, she's a vampire advocate. So I was torn between, like, protecting my friends and, like, being on the side of, like, misunderstood vampires. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Could have killed them at any point. (laughs) Could have done, like... 8d6 times 2 damage with a level 1 spell. Like, <laughs> You know, now that we lay it out like that, I'm going to tell you right here and now that would have been real helpful. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just going to just going to put it gonna Well, wasn't Maddie healing? Real. Like, I mean, and you were okay, you were a man down because Yeah, Masoka had, uh... Masoka ran off with Clifford, which right. is a whole other can of nuts we got to open up. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> if only James was here. We've talked about that. Uh, yeah, if only James were here. Hold on a second. Maddie oh. and him are gonna have <laughs> Maddie and Masoka are gonna have a talk. Adopting a kid and running off by yourself. Wait a second. <laughs> I think James is here. Hold on. Uh oh. Perfect time. Hold oh, the up. Big reveal. Yes. Let's have our first fight on air. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I closed the window so I could, uh, so I could <gasps> actually there show everything yes. off. And uh, James should be here now. Hi, James. Hi, James. Hi. Hi. I was just, I was just calling you out. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? I've been sitting here <laughs> for nearly half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Have you though? <laughs> I I honestly have. You can ask my son because I kicked him out of here. Oh. I'm gonna ask that Skype chat because I <laughs> <laughs> that face right there. <laughs> I wanna I wanna ask everybody in the chat uh right off the bat. If you were in Ubo's position, um, going through everything Ubo's gone through uh, since the beginning of Arc 2, even, how would you be feeling right now? Would would this be uh, – do you think this would galvanize you and make you more defiant to, to, to just kind of throw down the hockey mitts and say, I, I can't – like, I'm, I'm done with this life-kicking-me-around thing. I'm going to start doing some kicking? Or would it have the opposite effect and you just fold? Because we've, behind the scenes, obviously talked a ton to Rob. And I feel like we all understand where Rob is coming from. Is is that my cue? I mean, yeah, jump right in. Okay. (laughs) Question. Um, Yeah, feeling feeling pretty defeated on the Ubo front. Um, he's he has he has you know th- these decisions are his own, right? Like there's there's no it, 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 as as often happens on this show. In the moment, I'm mad at Jason for about an hour, <laughs> and then um, then I kind of come to I kind of come to terms with what uh, what I got myself into. Um, but, but regardless of, of who's to blame, um, it, it kind of puts Ubo in a position where he's actually every, 
everything he's tried to do, he's actually done so much harm to that his his mindset is kind of a at this point it would be people would be better off if I weren't here to mess things up. Um, both both my own both my own fate and the the fates of others. The, the it's it's definitely really killing him that he's that he's gotten so many other people in in trouble and peril and and death and brought back and um but but yeah so and this this latest thing is uh is just the the absolute anathema to his druidic beliefs right like his whole thing is these things are unnatural they're you know they they prolong their existence at the cost of others they are they are parasites on on you know the natural order um so yeah. so to become one is uh a big deal and and uh um that uh steve in the chat is saying uh suicide isn't the answer find a glorious way to go out at least and and so yeah i, I actually that actually came up in a conversation with jason i was like ubo's the kind of dude if he were a character in a zombie apocalypse story that he would be like well i've been bit give me a stick of dynamite and let me right. just like jump off the roof into the <clears throat> horde to at least do some damage on my way out. Cause I'm not letting myself become one of them. Um, so, so there, that, that has definitely crossed our minds, but I, I don't necessarily know that there is an accessible path to n- number one. There may not be an accessible path to taking out a bunch of vampires with his, with his going out. And number two, the rest of the party is more conflicted on the, um, shall we say uh non-negotiable vampire negativity front yeah. um so mm-hmm. so i i don't know that that's in in the cards uh, but but yeah ubo is in a pretty defeated position um so we haven't really gotten to explore the results of that because we haven't played through any of the consequences of the bite you know in action yet right like none of it's manifested yet with what we've played so mm-hmm. um we kind of have to cross you know cross that bridge at the table and let all of you listen to it um and see where it goes but i i would i would suspect at the very least ubo is not long as a character for this group whether it's via his annihilation or hermitage or you know, whatever, if he goes off to prevent himself from hurting people and, and just lives in seclusion or something, I don't, I don't know. But like I said, we got to cross that bridge. We played out like an hour and during, two, no, like 30 minutes during two sessions. I think we're, you're going to be at least like a while. Or yeah, yeah. Gonna we're, be one. we're like, um, we're not, we're not uh, contracting time. We're like expanding. It. We're yeah. taking it. We're taking like two minutes for every one minute we experience in the game. Yes. That's that's the answer to keep Ubo on the field is just like, well, if we never play more than like a day. Then... Yeah. <laughs> no, not even a day. It's been like, for real, like the last two sessions have been like an hour of time. No. It was one round of combat to six seconds. Well, <laughs> I'd say it's about an hour just because of how spread out you were. And it's definitely... I feel like it was a two-part episode almost where the stuff with Masoka and, and Clifford was happening while you were dealing with vampire stuff. So they were already investigating things. It was like a Scooby-Doo episode. You guys just yeah. split up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to point out two things. One, you mentioned kind of being angry at me for an hour. I want to say that 
Uh, you took it really well, and I always look at it like you're just so into your character. And this is anybody who would be upset with me. Patreon groups, cast, anybody I've ever played with, someone who sees me on the street, whatever. Uh, I always look at it as if you're angry with me, it's because you're just such a good role player that you've really lost yourself in character. I've had, not knockdown dragouts, but me and Bree have had to talk about stuff before because you just get, you're, you're into it. Even the Curse of Strahd game. The big crux of that was like, oh, this is a meat grinder. No one get attached. Everyone instantly got attached. So <laughs> that's I, – I just look at it. You guys can't turn it off. You're all just very good at that. And I would point to Haven as the absolute nadir of like – that almost ruined our friendship. <laughs> no, no. I It didn't I, – certainly I – certainly I, I, I felt a little – mugged by reality i guess i'll say on on the basis of like how much work i put into thinking about who haven was versus how much playtime he got before he was toast um but no with uh, part of the part of the defeating nature of of playing ubo right now is is there have been about like four to six times now where it was like okay seriously now it's got to be the win. This has got to be the win <laughs> that like balances the karmic scale, and then something worse happens. And and this was about the the worst consequence that Ubo could dream of as a as a druid. I, incidentally, I was talking to Jason. I was like, you know, it's a shame. It's a shame we didn't flip the script and and have Haven get killed by vampires and Ubo get bitten by a werewolf because Ubo would be fine with being a werewolf. A werewolf isn't like the undead, right? Like uh, werewolves are kind of like, you know, it's, it's not a great situation, but it's, it's still <laughs> primal and, and bestial and things like that. But, you could just kill your whole party at any time. Yeah. 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 You know what? Maybe if you just go just to the that. silver glade, maybe your, your lycanthropy will cancel out your vampirism. And I, oh man. Oh, Jason, can I become some kind of like fanfic hybrid character where I'm like, uh, uh, what, what would you, what would you call it? A uh, like, like, a. Uh, like and sangue i don't know like a find vamp- a lot of like rope a vampire uh, uh yeah a sang- sanguine throat but uh, a vampire i don't know look you, Dude, I don't you, know. you need to workshop this later we can yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> as long as here's the thing as long as you want to help with the artwork side of it so we can get some sweet vampire <laughs> werewolf ubo art i'm fine with it and then become like a like a it's like it's like a werewolf but with like walrus level tusks like coming down like like way past my chin. I'm gonna start drawing now. <laughs> Get me a pen. Like Empire. Ooh, Devil Trick. A like Empire. Yeah, there we go. That's pretty good. Um, so but, the, the good the good news here though is <clears throat> bad things usually come in three, right? It's like the rule of thumb. So that's three. So Haven Ubo. And I'm I mean, three, three for <laughs> Ubo. Joking. Three for Ubo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it, the cart, the demon, and the vampire. Yeah. The yes. cart, the demon, and the vampire. And, that's uh, a t- that's a book title right there. Yeah. But then there's also the the um, demon pact thing that was. Yeah, that was. Or wait, no. Did you say that? Yes. Yeah, that was number yeah. two on your. Oh, okay, that was number Ubo two. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, like I don't know. For, for Ubo, it seems like every time you say, this is exactly what I don't want to have happen. <laughs> the <laughs> dice listen. They're, 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 they're totally li- Honestly, for a Christmas present, we should just give you a free reroll on something. Like, <laughs> I feel like you've earned it. 
Like, <laughs> I and okay, seven inspiration. Here you go. <laughs> Here we go. Just a oh, bandolier of inspiration across the chest. <laughs> yeah, but then you, the dice would suck your dick and be like, one, one, three, one. <laughs> <laughs> then at least I, I said, look, I tried. I, I don't know yeah. what. <laughs> Can we talk about Clifford and Masoka? Because, wow, I did not see that coming. <clears throat> um, I, I didn't either, really. <laughs> no, I didn't you just go with it, right? Uh, Trent too. Like I didn't see either one of those. I, I I saw those as almost background NPCs. They weren't going to get much dialogue. Mm-hmm. And with the group fanned out like that, it's like, all right, well, let's check in with Masoka and Clifford, and now Trent and the rest, and let's check in with Donovan and and Ubo, and like getting to getting to chat with everybody was really cool. And I'm. I'm fascinated to see how much of Masoka is going to rub off on Clifford. Because I think instantly it's very cool uncle. Like, <laughs> but also, yeah. the, I mean, at the table, we were cracking up in the background because the dynamic was kind of like Masoka being like, nah, I don't know what to do. And <laughs> Clifford was like, okay, I'm going to take charge and be a little vampire commando kid. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. It was the weirdest yeah. thing. Like, like instead of being like the cool uncle in the sense of like leadership, he was like, oh, I don't know, kid. What do you think? Like, yeah. it, was, <laughs> it was so weird and funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was forcing himself to be brave, really, which probably didn't come off that way. Um, he was totally out of his element. I mean, he was legitimately scared. He's used to like petty thefts in Brightport, not like three or four orcs, uh, you know, trying to kill him with a kid. It seemed like to me it was just like, oh, responsibility. This is way worse than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Bree brought it up, but that, like, I, I was, I, I'm trying to think, one, you gotta try to think like a 12 year old or whatever, but like, I'm trying to think, it's like, okay, so this kid is coming from a rough situation, but one, he saw how much Masoka kind of wanted him out of that situation and kind of advocated for it, him and Donovan and like, you know, everybody's been really nice so far, but like Masoka obviously has the most, I think, visually impressive, immediately set of skills. Do you know what I mean? Like it's you know he's the most childlike, right? So. And it, so the, <laughs> just him, it's like okay, what kind of what kind of guy are you gonna be? Are you gonna be the kind that stands up to, and just like you're putting a lot on me, man? Like I'm like <laughs> <laughs> we just met, yeah. <laughs> And I just feel like I don't know. I I'm I hope they stick together forever. I know they're not gonna, but I think it's really interesting uh, because whether you drop Clifford off, I mean Trent's a party member forever. He's one of Group A. But what? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't whether whatever you decide to do with Clifford, I think there's some kind of influence that's rubbed off already. If we part with Clifford, I'd like to, I would hope that it would be only temporary and that once we clean up Brightport, at least maybe he could come there and be with, stay with us. Oh, that little thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> that easy task. Not, not like the whole city, <laughs> just, you know, certain parts. Part that really bugs me. <laughs> but if like- he uh, harnesses his vampire powers, then he's more than welcome to stay. I feel like 
bring the 12 year old along on the life of peril and murder, like even as a vampire, right? Like Ubo, Ubo has very specific positions about vampires, no matter how old they are. But Rob looks at Clifford (laughs) in a slightly more generous manner. And like, when I look at this, I'm like, maybe this isn't the life for this. I mean, but once he's like 40 in a 12 year old's body, then, then we're fine. But before then, it's kind of subjecting a child to peril. Right. And then like all the stuff that goes with, so uh, let's flash forward. Let's say it's arc five and <laughs> like you guys are traveling with, with, with Clifford and like, let's say it's 10, 10 years in the future. So he's a 22 year old in a 12 year old's body. You guys be visiting brothels together. Like, what do you do? Like, what's, no. where's the line? Like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like gotta mm-hmm. teach him young. I mean, it's not safe out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just shove drugs in his face, get him drunk, and throw him head first into the brothel. We need a, James, we need to talk about our parenting. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I just say my favorite part of this theoretical already is that we don't talk about arc four. We don't. That's we right don't over. That's right over. That's going to be the shit. Show. It's like four, yeah. man. Was was. So was I mean, we've basically taken yeah. it off the internet, and it's still shared on file sharing sites. And <laughs> just can't, obviously, obviously we just can't purge it. Those are the cocaine years of DNR. Episodes. <laughs> the cocaine. Years. You say arc four, the whole cast stops and gets a thousand yard stare. Just, oh God! You remember the DragonCon 2021 panel? Oh <laughs> man! <Ooh. laughs> I still miss Ryan. <laughs> Ryan and I used to be friends. <laughs> I need I need a new ride to DragonCon, guys. <laughs> yeah, this is okay. Who's gonna pick me up at the airport? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm. So I am fascinated with the whole Clifford thing, and I'm I'm very. I I always I I love getting to kind of flesh out NPCs, and I love it when they're informed by decisions you guys make directly because it's so. That's the the reflexive back and forth stuff that I really dig, and um, watching watching listeners kind of react to that. Now, Trent, <clears throat> I could hear in real time. The disgust and malice from specifically Michael and Susan, and you know what, Kelsey too. I could hear that melt away as as you guys interacted uh, with with Trent. And as I think you're, you yeah. laid down that picture of him. Oh. <laughs> it's 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 amazing, guys. There are there we're getting character art done of of Trent. Don't worry. T-shirts will be available, but um, right now I have like a like a like a stock uh, like a photo type thing on the table. It's beautiful. Everybody oh, loves a white guy with dreads. Everybody. The person who shouldn't have dreads, but he's still like this with a smoldering yeah. look. Well, you yeah. just use like the Counting Crows guy, or what? No, 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 no. It was like it's some. It's, now it will be. Picture picture <laughs> someone with the bluest eyes, just like doing blue steel, but like. Yeah. They're almost sparkling dreads, like they're just they're cascading down. Oh damn! It's it's mm-hmm. it's breathtaking. Well, we'll have to provide that as a reference for when we, do, <laughs> we, when we dude. I just I'm, use one of the twins from the Matrix. You know how many Ooh, white guys okay. with dreads there are in Google Image Search? Like, there's a lot. So I had to find one that's like, yes, this captures the <laughs> the, the essence <laughs> of Trent. 
I don't know yeah. if it was a uh, if it was an explicit agreement off like behind the scenes for you guys or what, but I thoroughly love the decision for everybody to just talk around Trent for an episode. <laughs> and a half. That was not decided. We all no. just did that independently. That, the straight up disdain to just be like, yeah, yeah, and then just not acknowledge him beyond that was it was absolutely beautiful. It's like was, jumping up and down in front of people. He was legit, like not not even offended, just like oh. I'm pretty sure if, if we didn't know who Trent was, maybe that would have gone differently. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I feel like a disgusting man with covered in fang gear and poop comes out of the woods. You, I, I feel I like that disgust is the thick. appropriate reaction, at least for a while. <laughs> yeah, I also painted him as groveling at your fucking yeah. like, like latching onto like Maddie's leg. It's like you gotta help me. Like it's just very desperate <laughs> and cloying, and sure. I feel. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a good look. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. He's not, not a character th- th- with a lot of respect, like with the, I, well, I don't know. I, I'm trying to remember exactly how Theo got on board with back in the group one days. You stole him. Yeah. He kind of <laughs> just took him out of his element and he's like, I guess I'm with you guys now. You physically so, yeah. picked him up. <laughs> <laughs> took him out of Brightport. Like, that's... <laughs> we, call, we call that a, it's. It, we didn't steal him. It was a press gang. That's that's the term. <laughs> There's a coin in his mug. <laughs> now you're a sailor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I have I have very I have very fond memories of Theo, and uh, I don't I don't know if Trent can live up to those. I don't know. I'm not ready to make room in my heart yet for another NPC. And that's that's fine. Uh, Trent and Theo are different different kind of guys where yeah. I think Trent is very much a follower. I think Trent is, there's a reason he fell in with the Fang. I think he's looking for something to kind of attach himself to. So I don't think that's going to be group A. I don't, I, but like, I think he's looking for a way to make a difference, whether it's good or bad, like just to have some kind of impact on the world. Um, Cause I don't think there's a lot of things he's good at necessarily. He's good at tracking. Apparently. He's good at tracking. Um, let me see. Uh, to boost, uh, Michael's earlier question this is from Spiderhawk. <clears throat> how did Trent get out of the closet? So, <laughs> how, I, did, how did he? How did so? <laughs> I thought for sure he was dead in there. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I so went bad. back and forth on that for a while. So, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, uh, Group B played with Theo's heart, or uh, played with with Trent's heart, and <laughs> um, then knocked him out, tied him up. And stuffed him into a closet. What you technically did was save his life. Cause otherwise he would have definitely been in the first wave of people who were bitten. Definitely. Um, I figured it'd be one of those food cages. And I mean, yeah, he might have been. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I, I, he might be cattle. I don't know. I just don't see the Countess looking at him and being like, yeah, that's a keeper. Aww. I don't know if she's looking at anybody. <laughs> like, True. I, I, I almost think she's looking at this more of a, more as a, more as a game. Mm-hmm. But uh, to, to, to ask another question of everybody, and this is even people in the chat, we talked about, we talked about the Countess a little while ago. How does everyone feel about Don Hurst as a whole? Do we feel like it can be saved? And when I say saved, I mean brought back to a point where it's just run by regular people and they rebuild over time. Is it just Vampire Town now? Is it 
is is maybe is there a future where there's cohabitation maybe i i think there's going to be like a holy war against this abomination of a city to bring back donhurst that's, I'd, that's, I'd follow that that's what i'm yeah, thinking i think it would if it's not even in the immediate term i i, I think it, that's kind of the inevitable is that there's going to be some sort of war, war to just purge the city but until then i think there's not going to be any cohabitation it's just going to be you know i run the place and you, everyone else you, avoid it. <laughs> it yeah like i i think that's pretty much gonna be it it's gonna be the cursed town that everybody goes around chi soto said they could cohabitate if the countess were wasn't there i think I do. Do you think with without anybody to keep the fang in check, it would be better or worse? I think their whole bunch of group of followers, like Trent, like they're just looking for someone to lead them. Basically, like they went to the Black Hand for leadership. Now they're with the Countess for leadership. They're just looking for a strong leader to keep them in check and give them what they give them power or the appearance of power. I think yeah. we're all blazing I, I, over Ripley. Um, I mean, same with him. <laughs> well, I don't think either way it would definitely either be better or worse. I think it would essentially accomplish the same thing. One set with the Countess would have a little bit more structure and more rules and probably more order. And I think the other side would just be a little bit more chaotic and harder, harder to predict. Mm. Yeah. I look at the Fang as someone who definitely weren't looking for a whole city. I think they fell ass backwards into it and just said, oh, cool. This is neat and took it. But I don't think they they, they definitely <clears throat> didn't go to Donhurst expecting that. Mm-mm. So no, I don't think they have long term plans. I don't think no. they're worried about infrastructure and, no. <laughs> and stuff like I think that. that's where some of the cha- chaotic nature of the Fang would kind of take hold and if it wasn't for you know that kind of keystone keeping order it, it would just be chaos let's talk about group c oh no for a little bit <laughs> no nope, we gotta 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 talk about group c rip I mean, that band-aid off yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so how many show of hands not everybody on group c how many know what's going on on group c right now Okay, so I think I'm caught up. Okay, Rob, let's 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 catch Rob up. So, <clears throat> Group C ended our. Sorry, two. the first comment is Group C is sunk. Just done. <laughs> oh <laughs> damn! <laughs> I mean, not yet. They might get mauled Just first. Stop calling it a boat, and you'll be fine. <laughs> it's a dinghy. Uh, we all know. We... Um, so, Group C ended Arc 2 on a boat, a ship, sorry, a ship. Um, oh, and they're sailing east. Uh, they're trying to make it to Kodai. They're trying to activate all the gates. There's apparently some legendary hub that could activate them all at once and keep them activated. At least that's the that's the rumor. That's the legend. Although... They're in direct competition with a group called the Royals, which, to give you an idea of what kind of people the Royals are, they're an adventuring group, 
uh, who are very good at their job, but socially, uh, they might not they might not be worried about how they're perceived by fellow adventuring groups so much so that mm -hmm. they raided a tomb of Vecna, got all the way through the tomb, and uh, picked up the finger of Vecna, which is this 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 beautiful sword, necrotic damage, all that stuff. Left the box that the sword comes in, this beautiful mm -hmm. velvet encased hardwood box, and then reset all the traps. <clears throat> And are then you, left. Are you just triggering uh, Jasper right now? I'm just... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm shutting down. I'm shutting down. I'm shutting down. No, 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 no. I, I, look, all of that's fine. All of that's fine. Okay, that, that's very clever. Leaving the note in the box. Yeah. Basically saying, ta-da. Yeah, no. That's, because they're what, also the kind of That's what triggered me as a person. They're exactly <laughs> the kind of group that's that's like, no, 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 you need to know who just screwed you over. Uh, so the note is just, you've been bested by the Royals, which by the way, that wasn't a one-off note. They have several of them that they leave in location. It's a calling card. No, it's <laughs> um, printed. It's not handwritten. No, they, they, <laughs> they're, they're funny guys. Like, they're, it's a joke. So, <laughs> so Rob, imagine, uh, mm -hmm. imagine a group C going through this entire tomb and they're zigging and zagging and they're getting through these traps and they're, it's, it's just a nightmare. And they get all the way to the end and they grab the box and they run out of the crypt and they're like, yes, we did it. And they open it and find that man, that is, that is real cruel. <laughs> <laughs> so there's kind of been this, uh, this grudge ever since and <clears throat> further on down, down the road. Months and months later, in in real time, they find out what the, the the what the royals are trying to go do, and they get their own ship, and they they're in direct competition. Their journey mm. has not been smooth. No, uh, anything but anything but. Um, they're probably what two days, not even outside. Of uh, Umanero, you guys are on. <laughs> uh, nasty storm almost capsized the ship. They lost two crew members. Lisa, as Elareth dives over the side uh, of the ship and swims out to get them, and it's it's just been a nightmare. Then they are attacked by pirates immediately after. Oh, yeah, no and the royals are on their tail. Not the royals. Here's the best part: the royals have no idea. That Group C exists. <laughs> they don't. They de they met them and they thought they were fans. They're like, oh yeah, is it that, like, do, do you want us to sign anything? Is it, they don't know they're in competition with. The, they have no idea, so they're just. Uh, and how did we? how did that episode end, Jason? Do people here look really? Jas Poor Jasper. I I feel like I've been punching Jasper for months and months. <laughs> And, and oh, it's even better at the very, yes. at the very last second, Jason. What happened? Yeah. What happened? That pirate fight. So oh, I'm, the doing, pirate fight. I'm doing dice rolls on this side. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This feels terrible for everything. We're gonna drown because half of our party cannot swim. He's over here laughing his ass off. I'm crying because I'm sad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <the> point... <laughs> he's, he's 
sobbing. <laughs> okay. So the point, they get into this massive ship battle, and there's cannons and ballistas, and they're trying to sail around these pirates, and their ship is already battered. It's listing to the side. There's these massive craters in the side of the ship that, you know, they're down there trying to repair as water comes flooding in and cannonball oh. fire is coming through. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. Blood magic. Terrible. <laughs> then, I, I neglected to mention, there's a demon <laughs> living inside Merrick's head. Merrick's also a werewolf. Let's, yes, let's Merrick's also okay. a werewolf. Let's just, let's just shellac that on top. And, yeah. For months in real time, <laughs> months and months and months, I've been like as Barak, this 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 ancient demon lord. It's going to be in the book, don't worry. Uh, has just been just like every once in a while, it's like, hey man, I could fix this problem. All you got to do is just like you know, talk magic. Yeah, just talk to me, man. Just, I can help. <laughs> and every time, Merrick's like, get just get the hell away from me. It's like, all right, I'll just be back here. It's okay. And in his greatest hour of need, that's when it, it's so good. And uh, he protects the ship long enough that I'm doing dice rolls on this side. And the royals come swooping in from behind and blast this pirate ship to hell. Uh, and they're just offering a friendly neighborhood hello. Oh no! And, like they're rescuing. They're <clears throat> they're there to rescue the party. Yes. There's there's one more step there's that he one left more. out. As a result of Merrick stabbing himself doing this blood magic ritual, there's stress. The, the stress of the situation, the tension. The end of the episode. The pirate ship is dealt with, but Merrick wolfs out. He's lost control, oh, no. and now there's a werewolf on a fucking boat with the party. It's like the life of Pi. It's so bad. It's better. It's pretty much so exactly. So Eric is, is up there at the very top, and Elorath is the only one that is near him. Yep. And her back is facing the new werewolf. Oh. Oh. So... She's terrified of werewolves because she was stuck in a town. Yeah. Yeah, you remember. You attacked her as a werewolf, Rob. Yeah, Uh, Haven attacked her. (laughs) Yeah. So. Oh, my God. I think that catches. uh, I think to sum everything up, um, we're fucked. I, I have one beef with this entire episode, Jasper. One. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. You cast Fireball before me. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry about that. I can't do that. Listen, that helped. (laughs) Because my cannon was not hitting anything. combat, though? Damn. That was fun. How come you guys didn't fire those ballistas sooner? (sighs) I know one was broken, but you had one. One was broken. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he was like, "All right, they're within range." They were like 150 yards away. I was like, "Oh shit, scramble!" Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I mean, I think you know, in game, uh, the way I think about this is, yes, the crew that we hired and they sort of led us on the ship. They they basically gave us jobs, right? And it's like, uh, you're the cook. You're the you're the captain, whatever. Just you just tell us what to do. It's been like Jason said, 
not even two days, no. and we're kind of on this ship, and we're trying to figure it out. It's like, why did we go for the blisses? Oh, we have blisses, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't yeah, even. Yeah. Oh, I get. Yeah. Don't know what to do with this kind of stuff. So it's kind of, it is kind of a, a little bit of a. We're not in our element, number one, and then number two, all of the other elements are coming out of the woodwork at the same time. Now, I, I think it's going to be one of those things that the long play due to the state of our ship is we're going to pretty much be forced to hitch a ride. Oh, buddy cop, buddy cop, buddy cop. I think Barack is going to come to the forefront. I feel like he's going to be like, no, let's stop this werewolf business. This is not the place for it. And then he's going to be like, and you know what? I'm here. Let's take care of the ship. You know, get See. in with with Mary. So that's what's interesting. Sorry to cut you off. Go oh, ahead. no, I was done. <laughs> so, so I'm interested in how things are going to play out, and I, I'm I'm not even looking at, at Jason's face because I don't I don't want to know. But I'm uh, there's at a it. few there's a few <laughs> variables. One is Barak. Barak is he's by his time. Merrick is reluctantly starting to use him as a way to make things be okay, but not at the risk of hurting anyone, only to help somebody, right? That's his, that's his boundary. However, it's never been established. We don't know exactly what kind of control he has on Merrick or could have on Merrick. Is it simply passive? Is it, can he, could he take control of something? Could he do something and then say, Hey, uh, by the way, I helped you out over there. Um, what would Merrick think about that? How would, you know what I mean? Like, what what's the is Merrick just the vessel for this? And also, and I think the big question is, what could uh, what could he do to Merrick is completely out of control as a werewolf. I have no control over werewolf Merrick. Does does this demon in his head potentially, like you said, Susan? So, what in the world could possibly happen? Is that a way for Barak to? have a real vessel that doesn't need to fight him and have control, right? So he could he just take over as a werewolf. I have no fucking idea. But there's a lot of variables. And I, what, I think the, the other big one here is LRS going to turn around because there's a noise and she's going to see a werewolf instead of Merrick. And who knows what that's going to be. Yeah. Oh, and then the royals. And that we're, I'd rather sink the ship and everyone in it and cast fireball on everything than have anything to do with the royals. <laughs> Think about that. Though. They can keep going. Just keep going. Uh, oh, the you're the guy. You're it. the guy we're stranded taking, on the side of the road. Yeah. It's like, no, we got yeah. it. The car's on fire. It's like we're fine. Like it's just <laughs> the the last time that you ended up wolfing out, you were unconscious, like still in Merrick form, yeah. but unconscious for hours. <clears throat> kind of tied up on the back of the wagon going back to town. So I wonder if it's going to be one of those things that can we knock you out or get control of the situation before the Royals get there, and then do they just bring you on as an unconscious that needs healing? And then you wake up in the middle of the ship. And then immediately wolf out because it's super stressful. Yeah. <laughs> where, where am I? Where am I? And Barris is like, yeah. hey, we're on the royal ship. Barris is going to get stabbed. That's what's going to happen. Uh, do me a favor. Roll 20 D- D4. Just give me, <laughs> just give me a... <laughs> 
Now, the other thing is if this demon can completely control Werewolf Merrick, is it going to be one of those things that Elrath turns around and it's a completely calm werewolf? Like, Ooh. I don't know... And, oh, like Elleride. a smart Hulk right. from Avengers Endgame? <laughs> That's what we're right. doing. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor I don't know. Like, how much control can can this demon take over? If there's any at all, right? This could potentially yeah. be, other, be the other side of the coin, where it's it completely suppresses. Like, there's nothing that can come out um, whenever the wolf takes over, and and that's interesting. Yeah. And this is the first time that there would be any sort of discussion later with Merrick and Barak around. Oh, by the way, you turned into a werewolf. That was interesting. What was that like? <laughs> you were yeah. yeah, which curse outweighs the yeah. other one? Right. So, Rob, let's 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 bring you bring you over here. You you mentioned earlier that you were you would almost rather Ubo be a werewolf. Listening to this topic for a while, I, is does that still hold true? Um. Uh, certainly, it seems to be uh, uh, very regularly dangerous to to continue to keep him on board. But um, I, I, keep in mind, I'm I, I'm talking from the standpoint of Ubo. Ubo would look yes. at yeah. Ubo yeah. would look at uh, werewolf as a more negotiable problem than being a vampire. Like like being a vampire is well, I'm I'm done. I am I am literally the thing I swear to annihilate. So um, yeah, it, it's. Uh, Certainly, certainly being in the situation, uh, Ubo would inevitably get himself into werewolf problems that would probably further sink his spirit. And maybe he'd end up in the same position at the end of the day. But he would not be he would not be as defeated from day one as he is (laughs) with vampirism on the horizon. I think vampirism is a more immediate constant. Like if you had to compare the two. Yeah, Uh, it's it's a it's a. Eternal state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lifestyle. It's a landmine. Right. Uh, whereas, um, as long as you avoid stress, uh, lycanthropy yeah. is more of a... Nights and weekends thing. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> it's manageable. Yeah, it's, I think I'll let my hair down, uh, be a werewolf. You take the medication you know. and... Yeah. But carry your inhaler. The problem is, it, 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 it by its very nature, it rears its ugly head at the worst possible time because that's when things are the most stressful and terrible and dangerous, and that's what we're seeing here. And uh, yeah. I, I on feel a boat, like, no less, right? Right. Like, like where wow. are you going to yeah. go? Yeah. I think there's one big place that Merrick could go, and you know, as of course as Jasper, I don't, I don't want this to happen, but I can completely see where it's like, get him off, get him off the boat. And, you know, what else are we going to do here? What if, what if, and can we call him a mare wolf? Um, Because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, What if the mare wolf attacks the royals? So when you say mare wolf. That's my dream. (laughs) Uh, When you say Part werewolf. Yeah, I know, but it made me think like mare wolf, like a mare, like a, a horse, mer- like a no, like a mer, like a mermaid. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's I get also it. a possibility. Hey, it's all sexy. Uh, there's, I mean, whatever gets us that fan art. <laughs> um, like I have a plan for for Varys because he's like one. He's right next to the stairs to come up, and oh yeah. 
like I I know instantly like I I actually need to, I need to sit down and I to send you some stuff Jasper uh but it's it's going to be interesting as far as what pans out with this so that just reminded me though and that and I think that's interesting because there's a we're in mid scene right this has just happened and it's like the episode you know the credits start rolling and the episode's going to start up and and this is immediately what's going to happen there's a lot of people going in a lot of different directions um, I think it was established at the very end of the episode, too. I think somebody asked somewhere, maybe on the Discord, but at the very end of the episode, Avalan was at the top of – he had just come up to the main deck. So he's he's there. All he has to do is turn and look up to uh, – just a little bit up up the stairs right above the – wherever. I don't even remember the parts of the boat where we're on. And he went look up. The bottom. He went down to the bottom. He, he at the very end of the episode. I, I was listening to it. It was at least established that he had run up, but that may be inaccurate. We'll see. Okay, we will see. So I'm sure someone out there is going to let us know. Well, it's in my notes. Uh, <laughs> Just no, no. The, okay, the listeners okay. are okay. they decide canon? Yeah. Oh, figure no. out the exact no. positioning of uh. everyone and let us know. <laughs> the last thing I'll say about it is, I and, and Michael said it in the chat over here, but. It's this idea that if anything were to happen with Barak and uh, and the wolf and tempering the situation in any way, for him to say, oh, I've been kind of hanging out for a while and, you know, cool, but now you owe me. That would be really fucked up for Barak. Because <laughs> yeah. it, would, it would have been – not just you owe me because I did you a favor or I, you know, here's a, I did you a solid kind of a thing. It's more like I made sure your friends didn't die. And that's kind of Merrick's yeah. or that's his boundary. Right. And I mean, metagaming aside, right. You, you never trust a demon. That's kind of the, that's kind of the rule we've set forth. Yeah. And obviously Barak's been playing the, the long game and what better time to leverage your worry for your friends, your helplessness, your like the what royals. A, oh, what a yeah. better time! Like if you are going to hang back and look for just the perfect time to pounce. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is definitely it. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I know Group B didn't get an episode this month, but I want to. I want to loop. Group B back into stuff just to have uh, Jameson get to talk. Um, <laughs> so let's let's give people something to think about for the next month. Here, stop eating candy corn. Um, no. <laughs> you're better than that, Jameson. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> um. We we have a new director. I, I, I'd say things are going the best for Group B right now. The, but actually, by not getting a chance to play, you're doing great. Like just <laughs> the only way to win is not to play. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are going after the Black Hand in some no. capacity down the and and like there might be a trip to the Black Tip Forest at some point, uh, the world's most haunted forest, and we'll see how all that goes. What's your next step? What do you feel like is the – not just what's the next step, but how do you feel it's going to go? Because obviously, you know, you could have the best of intentions. Are the dice going to cooperate? 
Not for long, I don't think. I mean, <laughs> he had a pretty good stretch of love luck for about two and a half episodes, right? Like that's for Group B, that's fantastic. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> that's like two uh, months of no one dying. That's that's great. <laughs> in real time, in in game time, it was a whole month of no one dying because we skipped a month of time. That's so. true. Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, so now you no, do. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I think that the difficulty of the task at hand kind of determines, it dictates that it's not going to go perfectly smooth. But I think that if we're able to kind of not group B our way out of it and make problems for ourselves, then we stand a pretty decent chance. Um, stay away from drugs. And yeah, if we stay away from drugs and... Um, don't go into caves. Yeah, and don't pick fights where we don't need to, and don't play poorly in bars, and don't do just heists. Just don't be you. Just yeah. don't be you. Yeah. <laughs> Find yeah. a hovel and just sit there. Just, <laughs> just dig a hole and sit there. <laughs> ah, no, just first do day well of Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I I don't have a lot of expectations beyond just getting stuff done in town right now because we've spent in real life probably eight months trying to get into this damn city so um it's been a while yeah so i think that getting stuff done in town and also just taking a minute to kind of recollect and then after that uh i'm sure the difficulty will ramp right back up and and <laughs> and we'll we'll be <laughs> bemoaning our bad situation just as much as the other two groups right now too so we're based fine. We're fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's denial. So that We're fine, Jason. <laughs> I so okay. One more thing before we start to wrap things up. Um DRP. <laughs> I want to talk about DRP because I don't know how many of you guys actually have a chance to listen to stuff on Patreon at all. I know there's a lot of it, but DRP against all odds, has somehow found their way back inside the main story. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know how they did it. They always do that. But they did it. Um, special. That's that's how. And they're kind of running directly against Group B. The interesting thing is there are members of Group B on DRP, so <laughs> there could be a far-flung scenario where the two groups meet up and are diametrically opposed to one another. Yeah. And Karen and Alex have to play characters on both sides. How do you see that going if it were to happen? <laughs> I could think they could do it. I think it'd be amazing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, want this idea. I'm genuinely afraid of Zach's DRP character. Dude. <laughs> We all are. Like, that's <laughs> horrifying. So, Zach, Rob, uh, Zach is just one of the nicest guys. Yeah. And he's... I didn't know he had it in him, but man, can he play a just a scumbag. Just this, <laughs> this kind of smooth-talking drug addict that gets in. It, it's it, He's just the devil on everybody's shoulder, pushing them into... 
like further into a life of crime and do the do do the worst option. Just come on, it's fine. Like that. Like <laughs> he's every '80s drug PSA. <laughs> mm. He's Doctor Smooth. He's do- yes, it, it's so <laughs> it's so wonderful. But mm. uh so yeah, that that's something. Everybody who's been uh, nice enough to give feedback for that and Vampire on Patreon, thank you so much. Again, you can visit patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R and uh, get just tons and tons of uh, content there. So one more thing. I want to thank you guys for your feedback because we've been posting <clears throat> our Kickstarter book meetings, uh, usually biweekly, something like that. And you guys have been nothing but nice. Every new piece of art we show off, you you have nothing but nice stuff to say. You've all been very patient. Uh, we're working very hard to get this done. But um, it's it's almost a book. It's almost going to look like a book soon. It, right now it's just 600 loose Google Docs. But Oh, but so much information, guys. Oh, everybody who loves... Yeah, that's it's all Jasper now. Like it's, I mean, it's not all Jasper. Bring it to me. Yeah, uh, yeah we're just coming. gonna be funneling it to Jasper. But again, I wanted to thank you guys because you've been so nice about um, just everything we've shown off. I know a lot of Kickstarters that you know it 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 can be a situation where it's like, where's my where's my shit? Let's go. But we already told you how long it was going to take, so it's not like we're we're late with anything. It's just more. But you're know. constantly updating the, too, which is yeah, cute. the communication yeah. is important with all of this, and I, I think that's one of the things. It's almost, in a sense, easy communication because if you're already sitting there doing the meeting and and you're having that communication back and forth, and you're not afraid to share that, then just opening up and saying, "All right, listen, this is the progress, the honest progress that we're doing." It's one of the best forms of communication, especially on a Kickstarter project like this, right? Um, Darkwing asked, estimated time for games with you, the Black Hands and the Champion of the Brightport. That's going to be a little bit because we want to actually get the book kind of finished and, and out there because I'm, we're also working on a, a second book with the book that gets shipped out, which is just modules. It's just adventures and it's shaven literal years off our lives, but we're getting it done mm-hmm. and it's looking beautiful. Uh, and every listener that I've been working with on that has been just wonderful. So, as far as the process goes, it's it's obviously a lot of work, but it's been relatively smooth, I guess. Like, there's been some art stuff, but that's just working on a project this size. Yeah, I mean, I get to wake up every morning and have an inbox full of new art, so I'm happy, you know? Like, yeah. it's pretty rad. Um it's, I don't know. It's yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um it's been a lot of work, um, but it's been fun. And I get to get all the details I want about this about Theria. You know how much I love details about everything. How what's what's the width of the tread on this tire in the <clears throat> vampire game? Like this is everything oh. I live for. <laughs> Everybody who wants detailed information that has not been on the show yet or more details on something that has been on the show this this is your wet dream this this, yeah i think guys you're gonna get it even me personally like i'm looking forward to this for when we have to create new characters just to have because it's one thing of having to come up with something and then go to you and vet it it's another thing to just go in and open up a book and just get some inspiration from there's nothing there's nothing to clear 
It's like you yeah. said on page two thirty six. I mean, but then that I mean, there's so much we more ideas that can come pages. from. <laughs> Jasper, <laughs> sorry. Just on character creation. I thought we had. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. I the 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 silver lining. If those of you who heard something bad about the two Patreon groups I run is that a couple of them are going to get to play Endurance now. They're going to be playtesting that, which uh, they're formerly named Scions, but they weren't Scions because uh, the D&D Scions weren't what we ran. But anyway, um, they're going to be testing that out, and I'm already getting notes. I've shared it with the cast. I've It's, it's pretty much just testing in notes phase now. So, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Anything you guys want to talk about before we go? Anything that's happened uh, this month in DNR that you want to share or talk about or refute? Curse at me? Anything? Uh, I have a question. Hit me. A burning question that I keep forgetting to ask. Are there centaurs on uh, on Theria? There are no centaurs, no. I find them silly. Um, You're silly. What? Okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> And back to food. Uh, I find centaurs to be the Chicago-style pizza of creatures in D&D. Uh, just silly, unnecessary, doesn't exist. Um, they're too saucy. Uh, all of it. Like, it's just... So centaurs are very saucy. They're very <laughs> saucy. <laughs> Well, where's the fair. stomach in right, the part one. of the horse part? <laughs> 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 it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's practically a centipede on hooves. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Fuck centaurs. All right. <laughs> Hot takes. <laughs> Uh, Spiderhawk, I did answer. So, okay. Trent, basically, if I, I could give you, like, he basically wriggled his way out of those restraints and kind of got out of the closet thinking he was going to, it's like, guys, we got to take care of these interlopers and then realizing that everybody's missing and all that stuff. And then kind of, uh, kind of figuring out, oh, they are, uh, vampires and that's no good. And then he started running. They started hunting. And that's how we got, that's a Cliff Notes version. And then he's our second adopted son. That's true. Yes. <laughs> um, Speaking of which, I want to actually add Cliff's notes to the setting book if we can. Oh, just, yes. Just a little notes. scrawled on paper. Yes. Masoka says, always go for the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I really like that. That was brilliant. I love that, Cliff. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, everybody out there. At some point, we got to have some sort of pizza challenge, like some sort of some something, something. I didn't know where that. I didn't. No, no, no. I'm looking at the chat because nothing has divided our community more than PizzaGate. Now, um, are you talking like an eating challenge or no, no, no? Bake your own pizzas. Bring your own pizzas. Everyone have to have the same pizza. Well, no. Here's here's the, the, the everyone wants me to take back the Chicago style. It's it's ridiculous. They know what they did. It's silly. Um, <laughs> what they did. You're talking uh, deep dish. I'm talking it's cake. deep dish. It's, it's cake. cake. It's it's yeah. It's Dirt saucy cake. cake. 
You're kidding. <laughs> savory, savory. It's so, it's so good. People get so hung up on what to call it. I'm like, it's delicious. I don't like. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I don't care if you don't think it's legitimate as far as like classifying it as a pizza. Right, it's right, still right. Tastes good. If you want to call it Italian cake, go for it. That's fine. It's not oh a pizza. It's, it's like eating it's, some cheese and toppings with a loaf of bread. Well, right? Whatever. This is a terrible argument to have. It does not matter. <laughs> it's not it, – Chicago pizza is not rules as written, but it is rules as intended, which is delicious, yeah. cheesy all carbohydrates. All the ingredients are there. Yes. I would, okay. If I threw them on the floor, all the ingredients would be there. It's not a fucking oh pizza. Oh my! Listen, I mean this—it's an—it's an overused. Yes, it's, a pizza. <laughs> it's an overused saying, but pizza is like sex. Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. So, I okay. Last hot take, and I swear I'm done with this. <laughs> the Elio's square pizza you got in school is more pizza than Chicago style pizza from the no. best Chicago right. style no. pizza no. joint. No. No. Don't, no. Care. No. Don't care. Don't no. care. No, I'm, I'm not a fan of Chicago style. Like it just doesn't appeal to me. Right. But no. Jason, Jason, I need to know what the ideal pizza is, please. I'm gonna write this down. Uh, Northern New Jersey, New York style. That, that doesn't mean oh, such yeah, well, a New Jersey answer. <laughs> you're damn right. I, I want to know that's... how it's made. How, how thick Look. is the crust? I, okay, you know what? Precise. I'll send you a recipe. Um, we, need, we need measurements here. You got you to gotta <laughs> age your dough. You got to do it right. Um, the water's all wrong here. It's not, it's not important. Look. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Apparently it is. I'm drunk with power. <laughs> Pause this conversation. John is very much on your side, uh, Jason, my husband, and he brought back water from New York to make the perfect pizza. See, that's a smart man. And it's <laughs> one, all of our water's gone trying to extinguish the state. Secondly, <laughs> it's no good for pizza. <laughs> There, there is a difference, I will say. We have two two pizza restaurants that are, like, right next to each other. One uses New York water. Like, they actually import the entire thing yeah. in. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. What is in New York water? No, it's I, way better a lot than of stuff. water. We have sulfur <laughs> in our water. Do not Drug. drink our water. That's um, what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, remember, I'm going to play with you. Uh, th- this is theatrical Scott in the chat. New York style pizza is tremendously overrated. I mean, it's good, but it's not that good. I will see you in our next session, sir. Um, <laughs> I'll see you then. <laughs> uh, Just roll can up we two tone characters. this down and talk about religion or something? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought well, I was. That's all for the Best guy, right? <laughs> cycles back to food. It's just I want to say. Cycle. Look, I'm getting this out of my system because Caboose in the chat bought me a copy of Death Stranding, and I'm going to stream that whole game, and I am oh. not looking forward to it because that looks like. But it's a work of art, Jason. No, it looks like if someone designed an Iron Maiden for your crotch. Um, <laughs> that's how I would describe that game. Uh, I don't want to play that. Is that in the book? <laughs> <laughs> so did, did this did this did Caboose buy this for you on the basis of like I want to I want to prove you wrong about your opinion or on the basis of like so. wow you really hate this I'm going to gift it to you maliciously so you feel like you have to It's like a puppy I Here, told I got you a puppy I got you a puppy <laughs> I told everybody oh, wow. in all the hot takes today. Oh. 
<laughs> in the in the video game channel for our Discord, I told everybody, I'm like, look, man, if I owned a copy of it, I'll play it to prove how awful it is. I'm not going to purchase a copy, <laughs> but if you want to see it, I'll do it. And uh, me and Bree, uh, Bree uh, volunteered, actually, to play through the whole thing with me. We're going to pass the controller back and forth. It's going to be great. Listen, uh, if somebody bought me a new car, I'd drive it to prove how awful it is, but <laughs> no, I hate every first. second of it. <laughs> just put a GoPro oh. in there. It's like, ooh, I hate this car. This conversation has been going. Okay. I hate this so much. Oh, this is awesome. I hate this so much. I hate when people pay off my student loans. <laughs> I mean, if somebody did it for me, I guess. Anyway. I miss my debt. <laughs> But I it, it 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 wraps back around to say that our our listenership is lovely and uh, thank you all so much and thank you guys for making this just a lovely sit down for everybody. Yeah. Uh, I I think I think we did I think we did good. I think this is something that people who don't like extended rest will enjoy. Um. So next month for December we're going to be talking more about pizza probably. Okay. Um, and we're going to be tackling the newest episodes in our feed, which would be presumably 10, 11, and 12. But presumably, unless something goes wrong, me and Bree were also batting around the idea of a Christmas special, like doing something for the end of the year, if we could squeeze it in. But uh, we'll we'll have to see. I kind of got an idea for a sequel to last year's, but anyway. I kill off another character. It's okay. Fantastic. Thank <laughs> no, you. No, Sarah's still alive. Isn't <laughs> No, he he lost. No, no. Oh, you lost, Sarah. Remember, he betrayed the group in a frozen wasteland. Yeah, he froze to death. It, it, it's a real think. shining. Well, <laughs> she should have gone but crazy. Anyways, uh, before we get on another topic, uh, thank you, everyone. Yes, thank you guys so much. Um, you can send us an email with your feedback at d a and d r podcast at gmail dot com. That's d a and d r podcast at gmail dot com. Um, and leave your comments, make sure and like us on Spreaker, share the show, do all that good stuff. Uh, I'm doing terribly so far, but I have been streaming and we're doing new subscriber, new follower counts. Uh, we're at one. So, uh, that, that good. We're doing great. Uh, very articulate. Uh, we, we, we just need 99 more before the end of the year, uh, to meet our goals. So, you know, uh, we got a solid start. That's a good platform. And, (laughs) uh, thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next month for a new extended rest. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.